Okay, everybody. Here it is. I don't know why I'm whispering. I think I'm whispering because I feel a little naughty talking about this. <laughs> but today's guest is really freaking interesting. And this has got to be one of the best conversations that I have had in a long time. My friend is a dominatrix. Well, I should rephrase. My friend was a dominatrix in a past life. Her name is Aura. And we had the best conversation about all things domination. You'll hear it all. I don't even know that I really want to tease too much because I don't want to spoil the conversation. I want it all to just come out and slap you in the face just like it slapped me. But the conversation really does take a lot of twists and turns. And I think that it's really illuminating and you're going to hear a lot of things that maybe you'll be surprised by. Hopefully nothing that you're too surprised by since we are speaking with a dominatrix here. <laughs> but yes, Aura was just the best. She just has this amazing energy, maybe this amazing aura, that just she just radiates all of this good energy and was just so cool and so open. And I'm so thankful to her for being so open about everything and being willing to come on and talk about her experience in this previous profession. Um, so yeah. And of course now I do have to give this disclaimer. Do we have swearing in some episodes? Yes. Yes, we do. I hope it doesn't offend anybody. I'll put that little explicit mark. This episode, the explicit. If you are my grandmother, please shut this off. I'm going to say some things that I don't want you to know. If you are my mom, you are my dad. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Listen at your own risk. Because again, I'm probably going to say some stuff that maybe you don't want to know about. And she's definitely going to say some stuff that I'm assuming you don't want to know about. But I could be wrong. If you're anybody else, listen with an open mind. I don't need any letters. I don't need any DMs. I don't need anything where you're telling me how inappropriate that was. Because I know how inappropriate it is. I don't need to hear about it. I'm excited. It was great. I learned so many things. Some things that I did not even know people were into. It's killer. It's a great convo. I hope that you like. I hope that you learn. And if you want to become a dominatrix, more power to you. I hope that this will help you. I hope it gives you an idea of what that would be like. And without further ado, here is Miss Aura. I hope that you enjoy this. And if you are under 18, please shut this off and get out of my house. My name is Aura, and this is what I used to do. I don't know what to do. This whole career thing's got me so confused. I went to school and got good grades, just like they told me to. Well, maybe if you told me what you do, I'd choose a cool job to pursue. If you're a psychic, that's cool. I'll leave choosing up to you. Anyways, now tell me what you do. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Tell Me What You Do. Today I have a super awesome, super exciting guest. Her name is Aura, and we're going to find out what she does in just a sec, but thank you so much for... I guess welcoming me because I'm with you, but yes. thanks for doing this. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, this is going to be awesome. So 
tell me, this one's a little different. This is not what you do anymore. But tell me what you used to do. I used to be a professional dominatrix. So, um, no, not so much anymore. I sometimes dabble, but it is not my um, full-time profession. Okay. I did not know that second part. <laughs> I already have a slew of questions for you. <laughs> okay. So I, I have a ton of questions. So we've known each other for a while. And this was something, if I can set the scene, that you just one day just sort of <laughs> dropped. <laughs> like, I thought that I had told you, maybe. Yeah, you have not. And I just remember. Was one of those I just I think like, you well, glazed over it. I did, because I was like, just be cool. She must have told you you weren't listening, because I have a bad habit. I know, <laughs> just not right? paying attention. But yeah, we were just hanging out one day, and you, yeah, well. No, back when I was a dominatrix, and I was like, what? Wait, what? What? <laughs> so, I have lots of questions. It, go right ahead. Most okay. people do. I do, too. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess the first question I have is just, how does it work? Like, if I were to feel like I wanted to... Call up a dominatrix. Oh, how would you? Yeah, like I don't, that's the part that I don't necessarily understand. <clears throat> well, I, this is when I lived in New York. Um, so kind of everything is available in New York, um, as in most cities. But um, it was also, you know, it was quite a few years ago. So um, there were more places where you could, you know, you could pick up the um, Village Voice, for instance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you still could until recently, but unfortunately the Village Voice is no more. God rest your soul. Um, and in the back there would be ads. Um, also, it was the begin not the beginning of the internet. I'm making it sound like it was like <laughs> the, But it was, it was, you know. Early on. It was early on and. There were some, we had our own website. So oh, okay. I, um, I'll kind of like walk you through. Um, I knew that I was like done waiting tables and <clears throat> I just wanted something where I just, I didn't want to go back to retail. I wanted to do something where I felt like I had the control of making my own hours and making decent <clears throat> money. And so I answered an ad it was probably in the Village Voice, maybe the back pages or one of those places. Um, and I went to what is called a dungeon, but it doesn't look like a dungeon. Okay, because that's you've <clears throat> used that word the other day. And <laughs> I was picturing like yeah, that's what I mean. In the middle of New York City. <laughs> so a lot of these dungeons were in Midtown. Maybe many of them still are. I'm not sure. Part of me. <laughs> Sorry, I was like holding in a burp. Only when I am. I was holding in a burp for so long. It was such a quiet, delicate burp. I, I didn't want to sound like a monster. <laughs> so, um, so they were in Midtown, or so probably they, yes, still are. Which is in itself kind of strategic, I think, because it's a, you know, commercial areas. There's they're actually residential too, but it's not a place like downtown where you think you're going to find yeah. some kind of seedy thing. And this building was 
seventh floor, I think. Um, there were people that lived in the building. Okay. And you walked in, and it was like one, two, six, maybe eight different little what could be considered bedrooms. Oh. Maybe less. So probably, probably, but like six at least. Okay. And then a kind of common room where we all hung out. Okay. And bathroom and kitchen. So it was like an apartment, essentially. Yeah. It was converted. Um, and <clears throat> this place was owned by a married couple. And he was a psychiatrist, retired. I think he mostly tore, like he gave like, like um, he went around the country getting paid to speak uh, about stuff. I think that's what his game was. I wonder if part of him was like. Oh, he was totally fascinated. Yeah. That he was just like so <clears throat> interested to meet all sorts of people. And his, and, um, and his wife used to be in various, um, you know, parts of doing sex work. So okay. he was like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that out of the ordinary that they would start this as a business. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, the interview was, I think the interview is more about like, okay, how stable are you? Oh, like interviewing it, for the job. Yes. It wasn't really, it, I mean, I think that unless I was like I do the math. elephant man or something, yeah. like I, I, I don't think, they would have said no, but I also think they want to make sure you were sober. That makes that sense. was like a really big deal. Yeah, because if you can't have somebody who's going to be in this power position coming yeah. in like effed up. Yeah, absolutely, and just because they don't want to deal with everything that goes around yeah, along too. with drugs, and um, yeah, and just kind of to get an idea of like what you know what you were like, and so um, it worked different ways, like. We would advertise, but it was mostly like word of mouth, mm. I think, as those mm. things are. Yeah. Like <clears throat> and a then, Facebook ad pops up. <laughs> I know it's That's, it that's how they would do it now, probably. Probably. Facebook is like, they can have like right wing crazy that's true. assholes, but they probably wouldn't advertise sex work. That's the, I hate Facebook right now. Yeah. Um, Back to court. <laughs> so. Some, and so how it would work, so they'd make an appointment. Yeah. And sometimes they'd make an appointment with, like, a specific person, a specific like woman. Like they had someone they liked. Yes, and we yeah. had all women working there. There's probably dungeons that had some male doms, but yeah. we didn't. It's like getting a haircut. You know, yeah. Like, I really like how Susie does <laughs> my bangs. <laughs> oh, it is very much actually like that. All right. So they'd make an appointment. They'd come in. We had a phone girl. Um, you know, she's our receptionist and scheduler. And so yeah. she would let them into a little waiting room. And if they weren't there to see somebody specific, um, we would all go in and meet them. Oh, as a one group? by one. Oh, one by one. One by one. They'd tell us like what they were thinking, what they were into. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they would choose. Wow. And yeah, it's, um, you know, it's pretty straightforward, I yeah. suppose. And so... That's kind of logistically how it worked. Yeah, which is, I think, like, I've seen plenty of videos. I'm not yeah. I'm, I'm an adult. I've watched the porn. <laughs> the porn. <laughs> so it's always like, you know, I know what, what at least what I imagine yeah. the experience would be like. But I've just always had the thought, like, but how do you get from point A to point B? Like, how do you get from, like, I'm sitting on my couch and I feel like I want to do this. I know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I guess... Maybe 
in some ways, people were more apt to do things then. Like, I've talked to a few people. I don't really have, I don't know that many people in the biz anymore. Yeah, <laughs> the biz. Because um, most of the women I worked with are retired or, you know, they're on to do something else. Yeah. Um, but I think that internet culture in some ways has definitely changed the way that we interact with fetishes and sex yeah. work. Because you can easily Skype with somebody. Yeah. I mean, I still don't think that's as sexy, but some people no. might not care. Yeah. And then you don't have to, like, face that the idea of, like, getting up and going to do something. Yeah. Although that shouldn't be scary. I don't think it should For be. For some yeah. people it is. Yeah. I just recently had a conversation, like, with someone where I was just... They were asking me, basically, for sex advice. And <laughs> I was like... This is what you need to do. You need to go to the store and you need to get this thing and blah blah blah. <clears throat> and she, I could see like, like just the fear, the fear, either just of me saying like, just go to like a sex shop. Well, that's the thing. I mean, in the in the nineties and early two thousands, like you had that's what you had to do. I yeah, mean, you yes, you just... could order stuff online, but not really. Like yeah. you went to the cool sex shop. Yeah, and you found you know. I'm horrible. I can't remember the one downtown that's really in New York that's aimed towards women specifically. They're the people, I think, that started the rabbit. Oh, you're, you know, yeah. you're not into girls. You might not know the rabbit. <laughs> I know what it is. I've seen sex in the city. <laughs> oh, yes. Totally. So, yeah. And, like, their lovely salespeople would help you. But it's just, it, the culture is so different. I like to yeah. say that I worked in the heyday of, of doms. Yeah. I also think, like, I really believe, like, what people are drawn to sexually is dictated by kind of the socio-political environment. I, I really oh, believe that. I, I think it's probably been written. I'm not, like, new. Yeah. To, I haven't started this thought. But um, <clears throat> I just think during the time, the Bush years, it was just, you know. It was a dark time. It just made sense. And um, also it was post nine eleven. <clears throat> so people were looking for ways to release their anxiety. Yeah. I think that's a big thing right now. Yeah. So I would I would not be surprised to hear that there was an up if there were an upswing. Yes. Yeah. I think too it also depends on um there wasn't a lot of like crackdown legally because it, it is a legal business depending I think on the codes it of what's a legal business. Yes. Okay. Depending on I the thought, codes, yeah. you know, you're not having sex for money yeah. so right. um but depending on you know who the mayor and the pol- you know police chief at the time in the city yeah that can change is how much you're hassled so did you get hassled not when no. i worked there i don't think we had one visit awesome. by anything we did have um there was a fire in the <clears throat> building for some reason the fire alarms were going off and we had like maybe five or six of like the hottest <laughs> Uh, come in. NYFTs come in, and they were just so. It was great. I wish I had a video of that. That would, I would, same. It was great. Probably for different reasons. <laughs> so, so, um, can, yeah. Can you briefly paint me a picture of what it look looks like inside? Totally. So there were several different rooms, yeah. kind of based on what the client was looking for. So we had 
probably three standard, what we called like standard dungeon rooms. So like like a massage table, imagine. Okay. okay. But <clears throat> it's built with um I don't know any terms for like building thing. Neither. <laughs> it's built with like so it's up. So oh, it has like um things that you can tie to. Oh and stuff. God. I mean oh, it, there's it's probably a, like, you know, another trade. Dom will listen to this and be like, Oh my god, how does she not know it's called this? I just don't care about that stuff. Good. I'm a musician, I don't care about the name of the gear I'm using. Yeah. Just as long as it works and exactly. I like it. So And if you're listening and you're being judgmental, go listen to another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I feel like I said that every episode. Just side note. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so there's three rooms were had those in them. Um, but they kind of had a different feel. Like one was very kind of harsh and standard and really dark walls. Okay. One was a more sensual. Oh. Um, we did have a medical room, which was looked exactly like you were in a nurse's office. Really? You know, the doctor table, a lot of doctory stuff. I'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and am I forgetting something? And another room, I think, was almost just like a living room, like okay. totally boring. Okay. I mean, maybe that's... Hey, that's yeah. Right. So a lot of mirrors. Okay. A lot of... They, oh, I, oh, I imagine there's an element to it where it's like you would want to be yes. seeing what was happening, yes. right? And then there, um, in one one of our largest rooms had, a, <clears throat> again, I don't know the fucking proper name. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's like a cross on the wall that you can use to tie oh, somebody really? up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, an I mean, X. I, it's like an X, maybe. An X. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, you know? it makes sense. Huh. I don't know. That's okay. okay, so then <coughs> oh, I have so many questions <laughs> and so many things that I also want to say, but I'm like, hesitant. oh, I don't care. Well, no, more so hesitant. Like I'm like, mm, there's gonna be a record of me saying all this. <laughs> oh, I know, whatever. <laughs> um, but okay, so let's say it were an appointment. Are you? Yep. You go in. <clears throat> the, Person now, I always picture that the clientele are primarily men. Yes, is that true? Yes. Occasionally, okay. we would have couples, oh. but I don't think that I ever saw a woman by Come herself. By kind of a shame, but I, you know, it's just yeah, it what is what it is. Yeah. Do you think that? Well, we could spiral this into a whole. Conversation yeah. of masculinity, which we I don't think, need to. <laughs> well, we're going to probably end up touching on some of that anyway, yeah. but <clears throat> there's probably a variety of reasons. Yeah. So you go in. Mm-hmm. You take your client in. Yes. Now what? So before we've even gone to a room, we've, you know, I've discussed what he's looking for, kind of my my list, if it's relevant, of mm-hmm. things that I absolutely won't do, things that I will do. <clears throat> um, so um, just make up anything. So let's say somebody came in and they had a very um, detailed role play that they wanted to do. Okay. Um, where <clears throat> I was their boss, so they wanted me to be dressed in kind of like a corporate look. And they had done something wrong, and I was punishing them. Oh, really punishing them? Yeah, really punishing them. Um, and before we got to the room, I would ask them, like, do you like verbal abuse, um, physical abuse, you know, obviously choosing a safe word. Are there things that are off the limits for right. you? Yeah. You'd want to, you know, and 
did I always do this? I'm sure sometimes I was lazy as fuck. <laughs> you're just like, come on, get, get <laughs> But in, in general, I really, you know, you want them to have a safe and happy experience. Right. They're paying for. Yeah. <clears throat> so then you settle on what you're going to be doing. Okay. Um, at this place, it's not, it's not like this in all dungeons. Um, at this place, we would discuss nudity. So generally, oh. the guy can do whatever the one, you know. Yeah. He's paying. <laughs> I mean, as far as if he wants to take off his clothes, I mean, yeah. that's what he's there for. Yeah. Although, there is some domination where I would be like, no, I don't want to see your dick. Yeah. You know, again, based on what their fantasy is. Yeah. But as far as... This does not fit into the scene. <laughs> Yeah, not having penis out at work. You could be like, Um, but as far as like the level of nudity for myself and for the other women that work there, you know, that's something that you would first have to decide what you are willing to do, and then you would have to discuss that with them. And there were different kind of fees associated with you know boobs. Oh, really? So stupid. I mean, yeah, I guess just show it off, and it's an extra fifty cents. I've been a nudist since I was very young. No, I'm being basically. I have like pretty much do not care about being naked. Um, So to me, I'm just like whatever. Yeah. I mean, using using um, nudity as part of the scene to kind of tease and be powerful is another thing. But I I didn't care. This is what I was doing. I didn't even care if they saw me, you know, fully. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you would go change into whatever was working for you. Um, then you would choose the tools or instruments that you would want. Okay. So if you need, if you knew you were going to need rope, you know, we had a great closet. Yeah. Every, uh, you know, everybody had personal things, but there was also a shared closet that we used. And just every, you know, everybody would just had, you know, made sure that they cleaned things properly, but. Um, so any kind of paddle, whip, um, handcuffs, dildos. I have a specific Everything. One. Harnesses? That's, that's what yeah, I always picture I for don't, some reason. No, I know. I think that's maybe more gay domination, perhaps. I mean, be. although, because I don't think anybody ever came in. I, now that I can think of it, I don't think any of my clients ever had the request to wear that. No. Yeah, I don't even, like... It is sexy. It's sexy. It is very sexy. It but is. I don't understand, like, even myself, like, finding it to be, like, very sexy. Well, because it's so I don't, instilled in the porn. That's probably that's why. it. That Especially... it's just, like, you're immediately like, oh, we're going to bang. <laughs> Yeah, because why else would you be wearing a leather <laughs> harness? It's a fashion Unless you're statement. in like a Pride Day, like there's yeah, no I'm going other. To Folsom. There's no other reason. True. <laughs> so. So you get your your tools. Get my tools of the trade and go in, and um, you know the time was decided before, but you know as long as we weren't super busy, they could extend. They okay. paid for that. Like a session. Yeah, a yeah. session. That's what it is. Oh. That's what we called it. Maybe um, I've been in. <laughs> so I will give you some examples. So the example that I just gave, you know, pretty generic, probably pretty common. Yeah. Um, we had <laughs> this one guy who would come in every once in a while. 
and he'd want all of the girls that were working and available to be in on the session. And oh my what goodness. it was, we that would sounds expensive. all dress up like cheerleaders. This was so fun. And we would have to give him a swirly and <gasps> make fun of him. Oh, he got picked on in high school. I know. But you know, that's right, exposure yeah. therapy. He was working it out. So yeah. um I think usually one of like the biggest or there there was actually a pretty small girl named Angela that I worked with who was like superhuman strength and she would tend to give him the swirly, but we would just like go off and like mean girls, you know? And like say mean things. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's, um, I'm going over some of the, the role plays first. Yeah. Um, you know, some people have very elaborate things worked out. You know, they've been like chewing on the shit yeah, for a like, long time, jerking off. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the thing, you know, you decide, I mean, this, there are some dom-sub relationships where you deprive them of coming for that, lengths okay, of time. A, but a lot of these guys were novices. You know, they're not, these, this, isn't li- this isn't lifestyle. I think that's the difference. Like, if you're a lifestyle sub, sub. then you're like, oh, I'm going to save myself from my mistress. And, you know, you're going to... Really? Yeah, not oh, wow. come for days. But these guys were just... It, they were just dipping their toe in the water. Yeah, like, oh, I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, some of them, yeah, were regulars, and they did that along, but most of them wanted to jerk off. So that was the yeah. deal. Like, they jerked themselves off. Okay, so you and would I never know. No. Yeah. And I never, um, I have just, maybe nothing grosses me out. I don't know. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, I kind of feel the it's same way. Peanut. Like, yeah. I just don't care, and you're touching yourself. Big deal. Yeah. Like, I've seen it before. I'm going to see it again. <laughs> so, and, yeah, so <clears throat> um, some of the other things, you know, spanking, obviously. Of course. Very popular. With hands, paddles? Everything. Everything under the sun? Everything. So. <clears throat> These little leather whip things. Yeah, the cat. What's that called? Nine of tails. I don't know. <laughs> Another you know thing I don't know. Nine of tails. Cat nine. Something with the cat. Something with the nine. <laughs> something with the tail. I'll Google it and then I'll be down a rabbit hole. Okay. So, um, yeah, but that's what you're thinking. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, horse whips, things like that. Yeah. Bow whip. Oh, I got pretty good with that. Um, you also had to decide when you worked there if you were willing to do any sessions as a sub or if you were willing to oh, do... Like- Oh, if so you were willing to do a session, a switch session, so half it. Oh. So <clears throat> we didn't have, honestly, most guys who wanted a sub session just wanted to spank you. Oh, Which, if, as long as it's not hard, I was like, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. But um, I did have kind of a bad self-experience once, and I really limited them. Oh. I would only do things like that with clients that I knew. That makes sense. Because I had um, this guy come in, and I was blindfolded. Ooh. I which freaked is better out. Than I got anything blindfolded one time, and freaked it out. Is, it is it hard having your sex. It is. Yeah. And he put something in my hand, which I thought was lubricant. That's oh, usually no. what. <gasps> and he said, touch yourself. Oh, no. And it oh, was no, icy no. hot. Oh, that's so rude. <laughs> it was. I never... Wanted, I punched him, not hard, but I think yeah. I punched him and I just left. And then the phone got off him to leave. That's so mean. That's so, oh, oh, touch. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I was just imagine, picturing you like rubbing it on your no, arms. No, imagine. Oh, that's horrible. Your, 
lady parts, they're kind of like not fully, you know, it's like an inside yeah. part. It's like your mouth. Oh, so, ouch. Um, so that kind of that stopped be? my experience. I did yeah. too many of them. <clears throat> I had a lot of regular, huh? Oh, I was going to say, would that be your craziest, craziest story? Crazy of what happened to me, you okay. know, not really crazy, disappointing. Yeah. I mean, there were so many. Um, we had a lot of um, guys into golden and brown showers, I'm sure. Oh, you, really? Yeah, of course. A I, lot of them. Should, well, we should... Well, and I can... Should we explain? Okay. The golden shower. Pee-pee and poo-poo. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's an easy explanation. <laughs> and you can figure out and, how you're um, getting there showered. And there is a Roman shower throw up. We never got those. Oh, I can't really? really make myself. I've never heard of but that. But I can. It's not like I can poop on demand, but I have no problem giving myself an enema. And so I did do a lot. I'd be like, oh, I'll do a brown shower. I'll give myself an enema and then be skinny the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, you like, I'll hold it all in. Okay, you um, ready? And... I mean, it is kind of a weird, vulnerable moment to be. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like they're judging you, right? Because they want it. And so it's not like it's not like it's like your crush, yeah. like hearing and oh smelling you your like, poop. <laughs> you know what oh I mean? God, I have the biggest crush on you, <laughs> Nico. Come over, and I want to do something. No, so to me, I again, I just was like, why wouldn't I? Yeah. This I mean, some people, I guess, pooping is a very solitude, you know, experience oh for them. No, but I'll do it anyway. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds very empowering. Like, I feel like, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I, I imagine it to just be, like, it's kind of like, even though you're, in a way, following directions. Yes. I mean, that's the thing. It's a really interesting, It's a, you can go down and unpack this for hours of kind of the dynamics of this kind of power relationship, because in some ways subs can be the little most passive aggressive <laughs> little, they try to top from the bottom is what you've probably heard that expression yeah. before. So they're a sub, but they're just manipulative, oh. manipulating you and being these little bitches. So you're like, and so then, so they try to play head games with you as a sub. Fuck that. That was yeah. my, I hated that. Yeah. If you want to be a dom, be a dom. Don't be a sub so you can be, do all these like things to try to rattle me. Unless yeah. we've had that kind of rapport and where it's a dance we're doing. But yeah. I think that, you know, that kind of relationship builds over time. Yeah. So that, there is that. But it, it was empowering. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you're deciding, you don't have to do every session yes i mean you want to get paid so of course but you but can say no of course you can say no and um at any time you know where i worked they really backed you up so if at any time you felt uncomfortable if anything's happened you could just leave you That's know good. no doors locked um <clears throat> it was yeah it was done really right and yeah. our phone girl was this giant australian girl and she was kind of awesome and scary um I don't think many people would mess with her. <laughs> you know, we had cameras before that, you even yeah. came in. You had to like that. I had to look at the camera and say who they were. They had to have an appointment. Oh, good. Um, that makes sense. That you yeah. have all these safeguards. So, stock lots of stocking fetishes. Really, not a lot. I had like a regular a client. Oh, talk about a whiner. Really, stalking Jeff. If you're listening to this, I'm. Don't, don't miss, miss you. you. <laughs> 
he was an interesting because most of our most of our clients were pretty you know well off mm. you know probably you know the ones I got to know worked in positions of power you know yeah. executives fin- finance boring stuff some yeah. you know lots of attorneys I heard not to interrupt I heard I read somewhere I've read a book recently which I do want to touch on after it was a memoir and it was from a male dom Oh, interesting. It was written that. from the boyfriend of a male dom. Oh, cool. It was He was a drag queen. It's a great book. I'll have to give it right, to you. This sounds like good. But in that book, they talked about how a lot of the times the clients were these CEOs yes. and like, or like Wall Street guys <clears throat> where it was just like they're so used to being surrounded by like yes men. Yes. They get a no. So when I first started, that was like the urban men. You know, and people would say that. And I, and I started thinking, are we just saying this all the time or is it true? And I think it, I think it is true. I think it's yeah. also because of the access to that. It's like, you know, it's not cheap. Yeah. And um, you have to kind of go through a lot, too, to, you know, most of these men are married and, like, yeah, there's just, there's a lot involved. Yeah. Um, so, and, yeah, and if I think back and I think of the roles you know, the one, the clients that I did get to know and they told me what they did, most of them were <clears throat> pretty powerful Yeah. Um, jobs. Yeah. Can I ask, I normally would not want to ask this, mm-hmm. but you don't do it anymore, so I feel a little more comfortable. Sorry. What, what does the session cost? Or at least oh, at that Oh, God, time? I was trying to remember this the other day. It doesn't have to be exact, but like... I have no, I have no point of reference, but I know that it's. It I think is not well, like it like varied, you, you know, um, and then they would tip you too. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. Cash only. <clears throat> I think, like a half an hour, maybe we got. You know, I also know what we got. The house right. obviously got some. I think for a half an hour we got sixty, which is not much, but for an hour, if. Um, you know, we were showing our titties. We got <laughs> probably over two hundred. Oh, wow! And then you know, usually they tip you like a hundred. Yeah. So you do. You know, I was. You you plan out your week and you do your shifts and with yeah. your regulars, it's it's good money. Yeah. But um. So at this point in time, now I'm getting more into like. Yeah. Less about that, but this was your only, your only gig. Yeah, my only job. That's cool. <laughs> and That's my boyfriend cool. was fucking lazy, and I basically took care. No, he was he was kind of like it had his own little business that mm-hmm. wasn't as reliable as my business. Yep. So, yeah. um, artist, you know, but yeah. <laughs> so oh, I know. <laughs> um, also, a lot of guys that wanted to get fucked in the ass. Really. First time I ever did that. I was like, really anxious and excited to do that. Uh, wait, like, so like strap on? Yeah. Oh, really? A lot of oh my, so much ass stuff. Really? So much ass stuff. I mean, it, we had these gloves, not fingers in the ass. Like that's the other really? thing people wouldn't do. I'm like, you're wearing gloves. gloves. It's like touching yeah. an elbow. Who yeah. cares? It's like a. But um, like poop comes out of there. <laughs> I know, but it's not like you're raw fingers. Yeah, you're like rimming them. Um. Yeah. So a lot of that. Um, <clears throat> what would be like? Was there anything tickling? Ugh, I tickling. just kind of did not like to be tickled. Would, the, oh, you would get some tickled? people. Yeah, some people come to like to tickle girls. Oh, that's so strange. Um, 
Was there ever anything Re- that was watching too girls far? wrestle? I'm not good. I don't. I'm not. I can't feels- wrestle, but I have a friend who's like very athletic, and she worked there with me, and um, really? she would do that. Yeah. That seems very like. I mean, I guess in a way, a lot of it. Or they be- would wrestle the girl. I think she would wrestle. They were using their full strength. Obviously, of they wanted to get beat by her. Oh. Um, some sissies. Sorry, it's all coming back to me. Oh, you know, dressing good. up like no. a baby. Dressing up like a baby. That one I that's don't know about. That's not a sissy, I guess. Well, there's sissies and then there was a lot of cross-dressing. I don't know why it is. Really? A lot of cross-dressers. Really? Yeah. And so the thing <laughs> really? is, this is, well, it's, I feel like I had, coming into this, I had very few points of reference outside of, like, porn. Yeah. And this book that I was talking yes. about. Yes. I have, uh, there's a few, um, I feel like a few doms have wrote some books. Yeah. But I, I feel like there's like a lot more under the umbrella than I. Oh God, so I much! I mean, really, anything's under the umbrella, right? So any sort of fetish you have, um, it's, that's like a place you. It's on the table. Live it out. Yeah. yeah, like so. Is it there's can be a hard to like in a relationship? Or yeah, something. I think like, that's it. It's probably like I need this outlet, but I don't know how to bring this up to my partner, so I'm gonna. So I had this regular client who was a police officer in Brooklyn and he was in a really bad name please no, <laughs> <laughs> he was actually really sweet yeah um he was in a really bad car accident oh, okay. I, well, on the job I think he was like in a chase or something and he had like serious nerve damage and like he just was like a broken oh. person and emotionally too and he just he <clears throat> he just like like I'm trying to remember what I did, like, you know, nipple, like, clamps, and, like, tying up his penis with rope. He just, like, liked pain. I've seen that. It always looks so painful. I mean, I guess that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, this was a release for him. And he was, you know, and he, and you, people tell you just so much stuff. Like, about their personal lives. Yeah. I mean, because you're really. You're, like, half a therapist. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And not like I had any expertise, but just yeah. listening is helpful, I suppose, sometimes. That's true. So, um, he, you know, his wife, he just felt like she would never understand. And I think he had brought up a couple things with her once, and she was so, like, Mortified. disgusted uh, and, like, you know, just shut him down. Uh, and from, like, an- And I'm not saying it's, you know, I'm not excusing him for, you know, I don't know, doing Going something out. secretive. But to yeah. be honest, it's not my business. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it also like opens up the larger picture of, I get really frustrated with stuff like that, where it's like, I'm like, if you're into something and your partner who, it's like, this is the person you're supposed to trust. And yes. you're supposed to be able to say <clears throat> But that's a lot of things. I mean, there were some straight up dicks, like, like, um, like penises or no, like rude <laughs> no, there's a lot of, <laughs> I, I will never be surprised by a penis for as long as I live. I have seen every I'm gonna take you up sort of challenge. I'm serious. I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen every sort of penis. I have seen a micro penis. I have seen monster, weird, like elephant, strange colors, a, like, a like brownies disease. What's what a, what's, oh my it's god! Like, <laughs> it's where if you're erect, like it goes like it has like almost like a bend in it. Oh yeah, I've seen. There's lots of those. Really? Oh my god! I'm talking, I'm talking more than a curve. Yeah, I've seen some dramatic bends. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a disease. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I'll get. I have. Let me tell you this quick thing before okay. I forget. In our medical room, <clears throat> so we did have a few 
um, men that would come in with kind of, you know, nurse fantasies. And oh, a yeah. part of those nurse fantasies yeah. were um, getting a catheter. Oh, no. That's like my biggest so fear. So if you need a catheter. You know what you You know doing. a cough. Also, oh my That's God, another no. thing I can't remember the name of. Big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> They're these metal things that I go know exactly in and they about. stretch. Yeah. yeah. What are those called? I don't know. I mean, I I've know what that. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And it like, and that looks just, just looks so painful. And and men getting enemas. Oh, I had this guy who told me his mom used to give him enemas as a punishment. He was really Whoa. hurting. Like he was still dealing. And I was like, what a fucking psycho mama dearest. Yeah. Did you ever have So a he had situation? this thing. So like he would come in and I would we would do this whole role play. Like he got in trouble and I would and give you were him his that mom? fucking enema. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like I would if I were in your shoes, I feel like I'd constantly be like, so like this was fun. <laughs> I'll the name you should talk to somebody. Yeah, here is the name of a great therapist. Of a couple blocks away. I know, but you know this is the way they do it. I guess. Yeah, and it does seem like it's like they're working through it rather than just burying. Yeah, burying. I, that's the thing. Always burying is the bad. Yeah. Um, a smoking fetish. Actually, the one client I have who I've become friends with. We were we were the same age too, so I think that's most of my clients were older, older. Yeah. and we were the same age, and we just instantly got along. And um, he likes to watch women smoke and blow smoke mm-hmm. in his face. I had a couple clients like that, and I, that was the whole thing. It was yeah, just, and just being sexy, just being sexy, and sexy with, and smoking. And would he, oh, and he liked me to spit on it. Oh, that's not well, bad. That can be hot. Yeah, did he? So he would like, and I know his wife, and, and like we're friends, and it's cool. Oh. And she knows. She knows. Yes, she's that's kind cool. of she's more wild. Than he. Oh. Yeah, it ended up being this really cute story. That sounds like it's like a meet cute. It is. Friends. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is one one more specific question. Okay. This comes from the book, which I wish I could remember the book. <laughs> Big surprise that we can't remember. If you're coming here for correct information, you've come to the wrong place. I could Google it while I'm talking. You I could do that. We do have devices. We do. But in this book, basically, the the boyfriend who was a male dom, he worked <clears throat> primarily, I believe, for gay men. Yeah. But he would do... So he did a lot of house calls. Did you ever do house calls? I didn't because when we started working at this particular dungeon, we had to... I don't know if we actually signed a contract, but it was basically like, don't do a house call because that's cheating on your dungeon. You know, it'd be like if you were a realtor and you worked for an agency and then you started selling a house with another, you know, privately or something. I know some girls did. Um. Also, because when I worked there, it was a pretty, you know, there were some things that we would be flexible with as far as, you know, nobody was fucking. Yeah. And I don't even think any oral sex was happening. Yeah. But there maybe there was some hand job here or there. But we were all pretty because we didn't want to risk getting fucking it, fucking up the whole thing for everybody, you know, if it happened to be a cop or something. Oh, yeah. But I know that <clears throat> there were some girls that were, um, you know, also did other sex work on the side that yeah. would make appointments. Um, 
I actually, one of my <clears throat> friends, the girl who could wrestle, the athletic girl, she, um, she would some, she had some sort of like full service clients that she would oh. see. And I went out to dinner. Privately. Yeah. I went yeah. out to dinner with her and one of them one time. And, um, I want you to have her. She's the person I want you to have on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so who now does like she's just a million. Awesome she does things. a million things. Yeah. Um what I did hate was there's a certain kind of dom that would talk shit about other sex workers, like full service sex workers. Oh, like, like what they do is wrong. We don't do that. Like there's some oh hierarchy. God. It's like yeah. get the Gig. Yeah. We're all in this together Seriously. type of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I know. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, well. Do you have any other questions? One last one, which is, again, from the book, which I found the name oh, of, yeah. so I feel I need to say it now after I've mentioned it. I'm Not Myself These Days. That's a good name. By Josh Kilmer Purcell. So I guess if you want to hear the inner workings of both. Female um, and male. Well, yeah, but also drag. Oh, and yes. I guess dating a dom. I know, that's Good true. Book. But You could interview question. my ex, ex-boyfriend. Oh. I don't know where he is. I'll be getting into relationship podcasts, right? <laughs> yeah. But my last question would just be um, long-term stuff. Like, okay. So I heard, I read in this book, like they would do calls, or he would do calls where it was like, he would tie a guy up, stick him in the oh, closet, yeah. and come back like three days later. And, like, the guy would be paying for, like, all of that. It's amazing. Um, yeah. If I was more ambitious, um, I would I would be into doing that. I did. Oh, my God. I did have a cuck for a little while. Oh. Who um, I am kind of lying because I did see this cuck. This was towards the end of me working there. Okay. Um, so he liked to be cuckolded. Yeah. And, um, which? Which I- basically, like, <clears throat> it was, like... He could never have me, and I would flaunt that he could never have oh. me, and I would make him pay for me to go out with other men. And, and he would like go that. watch. Oh, yes, wow. and um, so he's food. somebody that I met there, and then we kind of built a relationship that kind of went outside of that. So yeah. he, I would be like, "Meet me here. I'm going out. Bring money," you know. Nice. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a sugar daddy. He was complicated too, though, because. He wanted this fantasy, but then he felt shameful about it, uh, and so then he would take it out of me, and then he'd apologize. It was just too... Yeah, that sounds exhausting. Yeah, it was exhausting. Um, but I was going to say something else, and I forgot. That's okay. I guess, did I miss anything? Is there anything that we didn't touch on that's like, that if... Oh, you know what? My last question. Mm-hmm. My real last question. Okay. Or that you have something to say? Well, you asked the question. Well, okay. let me say it because I'll okay. forget. Yeah. Right. I was just going to say, because when you said long-term, it made me think of this. This is one of those things that, like, I wish I could put on my resume. So I have, like, a, I have a pretty giant hole on my resume from, from the period of doing this and just other things that yeah. aren't marketable, I suppose. But because I really felt like I learned more about... I feel like it prepared me for the little bit of corporate work that I did, definitely, of dealing with a certain kind of man, hmm. um, and just 
kind of this entitlement. Like I just, I just knew I had a better feeling for myself and interpersonal relationships, I think. And ironically, it made me have much more sympathy for men. Okay. <laughs> Cause I mean, I, I mean, I could joke around and, and, not, and not joke around. I can go on tirades about the patriarchy <laughs> and how they're all fucking horrible, but down with the patriarchy. and, and yes, down with the patriarchy, but I, I, they're dealing with a lot of shit from the, the, you know, societal pressures of yeah. what they're, you know, what they think their masculinity is supposed to be. And, like, like yeah. it's just so apparent through their fetishes. Wow. And I feel like women have fetishes. And, hey, if you're listening and you think I'm wrong, then I'm sorry. But I don't think that women have generally these kinds of fetishes that men do. I just feel like they're more prevalent in men, and I think that has something to do with um, them having to stay in these lines that have been driven, you know, driven, drawn for drawn them. For them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I got so you. it just made me have much more compassion. I just yeah. do. That's good, though. And I'm willing to try key. anything, you know. Yeah. I'm never going to be like, tell. I mean, I'm not like, I wouldn't, I mean, there's things <clears throat> I prefer. I don't, you know, I don't want to fuck a guy with women panties on not because i don't think that's right it's just not hot for me yeah you're like more weird not weirded out that's the I'm just word, yeah not weird really i'm just like that on. yeah that's not my thing yeah so if they you know if my husband wanted to try it i'd be like okay but yeah. i'm not i would never shame him but yeah. as far as you know other things i'm just i'm willing to go there your husband is a lucky man <laughs> <laughs> he would beg to differ <laughs> So just to close it out, anything I miss and any advice you would give if someone wanted to get into being a dom? I I wish that I had better advice because <clears throat> I don't really know what's happening in the scene. And, you know, because even when we worked at the place we worked, you know, we knew girls from the other dungeons. We knew the other dungeons. Like, yeah. we, you know, frequent people would frequently leave and go to other places. Like... I'm just so out of that loop. Um, again, like I've, I talked to um, my client who's my friend now, and I think he's been very, you know, only occasionally, but he seems to think there's like not, it's not like it used to be. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I but it, but that's like the logistical stuff as far as advice on just, you know, have a thick skin. Really sit with yourself before you go into it and decide, like, if you're going to have boundaries, what those boundaries are going to be. But also ask yourself if you're okay if those boundaries move, because that's normal for any job or anything that you're going to move your boundaries. Don't beat yourself up for that. I saw girls, a lot of girls do that, where they'd be like, I said I would never put a finger in the butt tonight. You know, and I feel like... (laughs) It's just so easy on yourself. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. (laughs) Be kind to yourself. So really that's, and, um, you know, just watch out for thieves and backstabbers. No. (laughs) That's a good rule of thumb in life. It's true. (laughs) It's definitely true. Awesome. Well, thank you for opening up about all this. Of course. I I feel like I still have a million questions. Well, you can call me. You can call me and ask me. For weeks. (laughs) Well, thank you. And thank you so much. Bye.
my name is Aura, and I used to be... Oh, no, no, you literally just say, this is what I used to do. Like, <laughs> like so it starts, and it's like, it would be like if it was me, it would be like, hi, my name is Kenny, and this is what I do, and then the theme music comes in. I was doing that, wasn't I? But you don't have to say what it is yet. Does that make sense? Okay, so I don't say the word. Just, yeah. I just say... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's so complicated, does that? 